0: About I'm a black man trying not to get caught. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw. You know it's a big world, so easy to get lost. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw. jigsaw. If you are listening to this episode of the Jigsaw Podcast, then this is the last episode of Black History Month, but it is the not last episode of all this amazing blackness. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And we are your two favorite friendly neighborhood Casa negros here to talk about how we put all the pieces together, but particularly we're talking about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the pump circumstance of being black millennials. just trying to figure out this thing called life. Brian. Yes. How are you, sir?
1: It's always a great day to be black. Mm-hmm. Uh, even a greater day to be black in Black History Month, in black skin, mm-hmm. on a black podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know? Mm-hmm. And a part of a black fraternity, married to a black wife, my god, have a black daughter, my god, <laughs> my I have god. a black bank. What, what, what more do you want? Like,
0: what more can he do? Laid the foundation, opened up the way. What, what opened more up the way. can he do when he made us black? He didn't intentionally, that. and I appreciate God. He did. It. If you're looking at me right now in some like, I do, clips, then. Mm-hmm. I'm not. In, I'm not hostage. It may look like it, but I'm not. R- I'm in LaGrange, right. It look like, like,
1: blink, my nigga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm in Lagrange, Georgia. We took our kids to Great Wolf Lagrange, Lodge. Great Wolf Lodge for um, their midwinter break. I don't understand why they're having a mid. They had a Christmas break, holiday break. They were out for MLK. Then there's this midwinter break. Then they're about to be out for a spring break. They break mm. a lot.
1: They're they just breaking. We didn't breaking. break this much but we were kids. We
0: did not break. They are like break dancers. They just break it. <laughs> um, so anyway, Asha, I have a very family-oriented wife and partner, and um, yeah, we're here, and nothing really changed outside of the fact that um, it's a change of scenery. I mean, you know, so we're here, mm-hmm. we're living life. I'm still working. Clearly, I'm recording, and the, but the kids are literally in the hot tub. Yeah. Now sipping on apple juice <laughs> and eating hot Cheetos they are living, living the best life I mean they're I, I, we were we tell y'all when Jackie was here we was at our grandma's house okay? not nobody
1: wasn't
0: nobody doing none of this stuff going to no resorts and lodges and things like that it was at our grandmama's house eating pancakes with carol syrup at least what mm-hmm. I was doing anyway <laughs> so um, did you watch me <laughs> and, and, the... th- and our parents
1: didn't have a remote job neither so that's, that's a whole different environment
0: Totally different environment. Totally yeah. different environment. My mom worked
1: in retail. My mom worked at Nordstrom for a long time. Mm-hmm. So my you couldn't, you couldn't take, you couldn't work
2: from home.
0: My mom had been in the same industry all her life, different jobs, but one no, one no, rem- it wasn't mm-hmm. no remote stuff back then though. They were not letting them do that. So and my daddy's always been well, he's mm-hmm. always been blue collar. But well, that nigga didn't have normal jobs either. So, <laughs> we, they was at work. We had <laughs> my grandma. So, either way. Um, anything else happened this week? Good stuff, bad stuff. Checking in. How's your heart? How's your mind? How's your soul? How's your spirit?
1: Uh, I, um, you know, it's, it's still, you know, the year. Yes, we're trying to figure out what God's doing in our lives. Um,
0: thank you, Lord. It's, you know, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank did I did Lord. I say that I have don't, don't have diabetes anymore on the podcast? Did I say that?
0: You didn't say the actual thing, but you said you're no longer sick. You've been healed. Mm. He took away the tuberculosis, as Bishop yeah. Patterson said. <laughs> <laughs> that's tuberculosis. Because that is a specific call out of the prayer. <laughs> like who has tuberculosis these days? That is a specific one. when you, when you <laughs> press, somebody in the room has to have that. If the Lord dropped it in your spirit, that's the Lord. That ain't. Right. That ain't regular heal, Lord. tuberculosis. If, if you got tuberculosis, be healed, woman. Right. Oh my
1: God. TB. <laughs> like what is going on? Like who you know has tuberculosis? They
0: didn't get their vaccines. The <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. Um. But yeah. So um. Uh, for those, I think I don't know if I said it on on the podcast before, but got diagnosed with diabetes in August. Um. Basically, just changed everything. Like in terms of the way I ate and stuff like that. So, okay. I, you know, so faith without works is dead. Yes, right. It is. But uh, went to the doctor. I, I believe that I was going to get healed. Got a couple, you know, words that the you know, healing was going to take place. Um, <laughs> But went to the doctor. And she, like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the people testify, right? You know, the, the doctor walked in, like, shocked looking at the report, like, like like what like what happened? Like My what did you, like what, story, what did you do? You know what I'm saying? Because you know, you know, uh she cause she's a she's a she's a family medicine doctor, but she's also like a, a diabetes specialist. Mm-hmm. So she was looking at me and like, like what did you do? Like how did you and she's typing in her little thing in her notepad, or whatever well, not notepad, but in her uh
0: yes. give you a little background. Really? <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> you, got, you got a story to tell
1: us. So thing she's typing in her notepad. Through, you know. You're <laughs> listen, listen. I'm healed. I am healed. But um, yes. <laughs> so my A1C when I first when I first went to doctors was around like ten, mm-hmm. uh, which I got the diagnosis. So it's supposed to be anything above six is, is diabetes. Okay. I've been pre diabetic for the last fifteen years. Uh, so got diagnosed with diabetes in August. Uh, then had the doctor's appointment recently and they basically said like, you know, my A1C was at 4.5 or something like that, which is basically means I have no traces of not even pre-diabetes or diabetes at all. So they were like, like snap, that's crazy. So, um, the Lord is a healer
0: by his stripes. Yes, he is. Ain't he Jehovah Rapha? He's
2: a
1: healer. (laughs) My God. And, and I also lost like, remember I said I was trying to like lose weight too.
0: Yeah.
1: And get this specific goal. I, I've lost like thirty pounds, so mm-hmm. um, I'm at my goal weight. And I've been—it really just you know, like your know, faith without works. Like, not only did I believe God was going to heal, but I also like you know stopped eating like potato chips and you know eating going to my you know God. fast food restaurants and stuff like that. My so like, God. I just re- believe God, but also like did take the steps to like get really yeah. receive the healing. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the. Encouragement to those out there, like God can do the things, but also you have to, you know, do your part in what God tells you to do, uh, to to to, you know, do what God wants you to do in your life.
0: You got your liberty. Trust that you are healed. Whoa, cool. you're healed today. That's what Donna Lawrence said.
1: I'm free. Praise the Lord.
0: <laughs> May have some scars <laughs> but you are healed. But I'm healed. Circumstances, <laughs> you are healed. But I'm healed Disappointment <laughs> You're still healed But Made I'm healed scars My God Anyway Alright Brian Song of the week We are healed We thank God for your healing though We yeah. thank God Song we of the week We bless God We give him <laughs> glory We lift him up Huh Cause you overcome the enemy hey. How By the blood of the Lamb Hi. And the word of your testimony That's what you just gave us And by the testimony. word A testimony Ah yeah 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 Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I testified so, on Sunday And the church went up too yeah.
0: I had testimony service, or you gave you a special moment.
1: Nah, they gave me a special moment. They let me do the things. Y'all did devotion. Y'all went old school. (laughs) Y'all went back.
0: Y'all went back. Okay,
1: song of the week. Nah, we didn't do devotional. We didn't do devotional. (laughs) Um, So, song of the week, Mm -hmm. and I did not know which way we was gonna go. (laughs) Okay, but it's Black History Month. Okay. And we kind of already mentioned it this morning. So you might have been in the Holy Ghost. Okay. Um,
0: I believe I know him a little bit.
1: I was going to do G.E. Patterson. Mm -hmm. I was going to do G.E. Patterson. I wasn't going to do the prayer, but I feel like I might need to do the prayer.
0: Tuberculosis. Just
1: because you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do the prayer just because you mentioned it. That's going to be the song of the week.
2: I know yeah. Even as I <laughs> Reflect back On yesterday, On yesteryear We never ended a service This is
0: for the The same time that I've been living Bring away
2: A family prayer <laughs> Now all. in so big a hurry The preacher preaches He calls for an offering of consecration and we speed out of the door, back Got into drunk. our situations, back into our difficulties. But you don't ever want to leave the house of God without the blessing of God being invoked upon you. His presence is here right now.
0: His presence is here right now.
2: bless oh, the name of Jesus. God, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. Of a hundred to a present.
1: Here I don't know when I'm gonna
2: in stop time
1: it. Of I wanna thank you. For are they gonna the sue us? B- G-E-N, mother Louise went on to glory. Can we are we gonna get sued? Well, the, the estate is out the the
2: there somewhere.
0: <laughs> but oh god, I, want I don't know. to stop it. I'm gonna stop,
1: it. I'm, to stop, a a a stop own... it. I'm gonna stop it.
0: The estate <laughs> is out there somewhere. They may be down in Paradise Gardens, but the estate <laughs> is at <out> there somewhere. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, <laughs> Brian, let the people know. So uh
1: is. for those that you know, that is uh, Bishop G. E. Patterson. That's Gilbert Earl Patterson. What's Gilbert his P.O. Earl box, at? Josh?
0: P.O. Box one. <laughs> PO Box what? <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. Yes,
0: Woo! Oh, real I quick, can we pause man. real quick? I missed that name. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, doing the um Yeah there was somebody in oh somebody was having some kind of conference church something in Memphis and somebody said I had to Mm -hmm. go visit G.E. Pastor's church I couldn't leave Memphis they took a picture of the church Brian follow me they took a picture of the church Mm -hmm. and they said I could not leave Memphis without visiting P.O. Box 1 I said that's not how addresses work that's not how addresses work I get what you were trying to do (laughs) But those P.O. boxes are not physical addresses and uh, <laughs> the science was just loud honoring and wrong. Oh.
2: Just,
0: just wrong. <laughs> I'm just like my God. One thing G. Pastor was, was
2: I, visit
1: Box
0: one. I had to visit P.O. Box 1. Sure and I don't was. believe the man of God was, was pleased about that.
1: How did he get P.O. Box 1?
0: He probably Mm-mm. would not that.
1: that was always sure. impressive to me. He got P.O. Box 1. Like how important are you in the city to get one?
0: G. Patterson was that man. G. Patterson was that man. All right. I'm sure. Um, well, with that being said, understood and accepted, uh, Brian, you ready to go into the best report to talk about some black excellence?
1: Let's do it. All right. In
0: the midst
2: of yeah.
1: Alright, Puzzle Pieces. This is the Blessed Report where we shout out black folks doing great black things. And it is Black History Month. We don't just shout out black people or celebrate black people doing Black History Month and June 10th. We celebrate and support black businesses 24-7-365. And this week we are going to bless up Ghetto Gastro. Okay, and um,
0: That's a name.
1: It is a name. <laughs> um, and I'm not usually a fan of like, you know, ghetto adding ghetto into stuff or urban mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh it's just to me it seemed like a a bit much but you know i'm I'm a blessed up uh ghetto gastro um they do have some strong black names one is John Gray not the one that's little leg heavy body with the wife <laughs> uh yeah, his name, not him name, avatar avatar uh something similar to uh, aventer i think okay um Lester Walker, which is you know by far one of the blackest names I've ever heard in my life.
0: <laughs> I've never seen ever a white Lester. I know i Lester. Let's start there.
1: <laughs> right, like Lester is a black name. Like Lester, I, if I don't, I don't.
0: Lester, you automatically know how to fix a carburetor. You can grill. You smoke yeah. cigarettes. You still smoke Newport's mint. The mint. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like a Lester, he wears like a, one of those khaki jumpsuits in, in hard bottom boots or hard boots, steel toe boots every day. Yep. Like that shit. And Dickies you carry a metal lunch money. pail every day. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? Mm-hmm.
0: I said Dickies get out his money.
1: All his money. That's the only I just, I just money. feel like he metal lunch pail, you know, with a sandwich in it, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And square Always got it. Church. Church.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Lester. That, that, that <laughs> that's is Lester. Lester Walker, and the last one is Pierre Serrao. C, I mean S E R R A O. I cannot that, pronounce that. French. So. Yeah, Pierre. <laughs> uh, I think it's probably Haitian. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Ghetto Gastro is a, a global mainstay of food and culture. Uh, as excuse me, mainstay of food as culture utilizing or using ancestral ingredients to bring a multitude of flavors and recipes to eaters everywhere they create experiences around the world making delicious food and collaborating with the best in class partners to intersect fashion art activism design and music showing off how food truly connects us all it is no surprise Uh, that you can go on their website to GhettoGastro.com or walk into your local Target. Again, no surprise there. Uh, Target loves the black businesses. Um, And get a couple breakfast items that they do offer. Uh, You can get some toaster pastries. So like, you know, like a Pop-Tart kind of item. Uh, The flavors include chocolate raspberry, PB&J, maple, apple cinnamon, and strawberry. They also have pancake and waffle mix. Flavors include original strawberry and sweet potato. And they have syrup, uh, which include maple cider and spicy maple. Why anyone wants spicy maple? Beats me. But Ghetto Gastro has that for you. So you can check out Ghetto Gastro right now at GhettoGastro.com, Ghetto Gastro on IG, or go into a local Target and look for Ghetto Gastro products. Most likely will probably be in the breakfast cereal aisle somewhere uh, because they have the the pastries, the syrup, and the um, waffle mix. Um. Anything you want to add to that, Josh? For you. Yeah.
0: One. What are ancestral mm-hmm. ingredients? Uh,
1: I feel like. I feel, let me talk about us black people. Sometimes we just be we just be adding extra black stuff into our <laughs> like you eggs. know. that would be like. <laughs> Harry, crush like,
0: them for you. Like, what is
1: it? Wait, what is it? Like sweet sweet potatoes? Okay, we know niggas. We brought sweet potatoes over here from Africa. We get it. Like that's. You know what I'm saying, but like, what are ancestral ingredients? Like, what is what is that? Like, are we are we are we digging up our ancestors, grinding up ashes, and you know, sprinkling them into our food? Like, what are we what are we doing here? What are we Second
0: doing? Second question. Yeah, you said pronounce syrup again. Syrup. You said syrup or syrup. Syrup. I'm not correcting you. I just want to know. No,
1: it depends. It depends on how I feel that day.
0: Okay, it always it's a thing in my house. My my family would be like, it's syrup. Oh, well, syrup. And I'd be like, syrup. That's, that's why it's strong to me.
1: It, it depends. Like, sometimes I'll say or some, mm-hmm. like, I say si- syrup. I mm-hmm. say syrup. Syrup. It, it just depends. Like, if I want a California, California, it's, it's syrup.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm from Memphis, and in, I say syrup. But my family. In
1: Georgia, it, it's like syrup.
0: Yeah. It, 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 ain't, it ain't. It's my family's one syllable. It's syrup. 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 And then my nah. grandma I say "S on there. So give, me, give me some of them serps. <laughs> the serps. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, oh, serps. speaking of, that may remind me. Have you listened to Glow Rilla's new song, Yeah, Glow?
1: I have not.
0: It's a pretty decent song. To me, it's a okay. good song. But she's, she's talking about a Cuban necklace. And she'd be like, mm-hmm. Cuban, or no Cuban. And a lot of Memphis people have a real hard time with that consonant and that U vowel together. Yeah. Some way, mm-hmm. there's an R that gets in there, like music, miracle, like that kind of. And she says Cuban, mm. no Cuban, because she can't, she can't quite get. She can't, she can't get it together. And I think, she can't, I think oh, there was God. an interview somewhere where she was like, she was like, I just, I'm from, I've been trying. She said, it's Cuban, it's Cuban, it's Cuban. I was like, it's Cuban. And so that's the thing. Like, I'm buried Memphis, and I could turn it on. And maybe Atlanta, being in a melting mm-hmm. pot of um, dialects and accents, yeah. And also, I've been, you know, I did some public speaking training. But like, it's always funny how people laugh, and I can, but I can jump right in it because I can say yeah. Cuban, no oh, Cuban, I, I, I can, I get in it yeah. without it sounding crazy. And Jaden was like, so Jaden walking around the house about some like, Cuban, no oh, Cuban. I was like, Jaden, don't do that. Just Say Cuban <laughs> man, you know how to say Cuban man, But I get it. It's for the song. It's for the culture. Right. It's, it's for the, the culture.
1: Later, He's part of Memphis.
0: He he. He identifies. I'm telling you. He identifies as a Memphis. Um, So shout out to the ghetto, gastro, bless up um, to them. Did anybody die? Well, um,
1: did anybody of the culture pass away?
0: So just right before we started recording, it didn't make the docket. Robert, um, don't, don't make that face, Brian. It wasn't. You you don't, yeah, if you just got a snap, you got a snap. It, was, a <laughs> snap, <how important. laughs> it wasn't. big. T- Robert Reed of the Houston Rockets. Died last uh, mm. couple of days ago. It just popped up on my timeline. You don't remember Robert Reed? He took the. I don't remember that person. He took the, he took the Rockets to two finals appearances. They say he was a major contributor. They oh. to the so season.
1: he might have been. Yeah, in the eighties, I'm assuming. In the Eighties, yeah, he was in the eighties. Yeah. They beat the. Uh, yeah.
0: um, they beat Magic one year in the Western Conference Finals and made it to. Yeah, but they couldn't. Ain't it funny? Side note on sports: how certain, mm-hmm. like teams and mega people ruined the ability to win a championship of so many elite players. Michael is the reason Carmelo, Malone, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewan or none of them got yeah. a ring. Magic and Larry Bird is the reason why a bunch of like Elijah and Warn- yeah. folk probably don't ever had no ring. And it's just, you know, LeBron yeah. could be the reason why somebody may or may not have a ring. Um yeah. he wasn't as dominant on one team for um, as long, but still, but that's what they said about this man. They say he was a great role player you know so shout out Robert Reed bless up the Ro- up to Robert Reed I ain't know who he was either somebody it was a Houstonian posted it on their story so i think they're a deep fan
1: Yeah had to be cuz i i'm 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 a basketball fan and i've never heard of Robert
0: Reed You never heard of Robert Reed well Never. Shout out, my nigga, shout out my nigga Gucci. All right, we're going to dribble on down to the billboard there. NBA All Star Weekend. Great segue. Um, mm-hmm. This past weekend held in Indianapolis, Indiana. Are they going to keep that basketball court in the airport?
1: I don't know. They should, though.
0: I wonder what the utilization rate was of that thing. Like, who finna be like real sweaty and stinky like that? Pick on the pick. Would you play a pickup game in the airport, Brian, on your way to not a chance, Atlanta?
1: <laughs> not a chance. I would, I would, I would shoot, I would shoot, but yeah. it's not a chance. I'll be in there hooping in in in, in, the, in the airport. Not a chance. Get on the plane, all sweaty, you know, and then already be hot on them planes anyway. Like uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. mm, And even if you have deodorant, deodorant don't deodorant. Like you, like after certain things, you gotta like you gotta That's bathe.
2: You get yeah. You yeah.
1: So once you start sweating, you need to bathe.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, it was in Indianapolis, Indiana, and the three point contest winner was Milwaukee Bucks point guard Damian Lillard. Uh, Mac McClung proved that white man. This is the second year that this mm-hmm. white man has won the duck contest during Black History Month. Yes. And all I'm gonna say is, brothers, it's time for us to reclaim. Okay. <laughs> um. Y'all, y'all need to go talk to Vince Carter and and figure out what the what the magic sauce is and do the things. And I watched the duck contest too. Let's talk about Jalen Brown for a second.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's talk about Jalen Brown. Let's talk about Boston Celtics Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown decided he wanted to jump over a person. Brian, mm-hmm. Which is not uncommon yeah. in the dunk contest. But he decided to jump over Kasanat, internet influencer. Kasanat is already 4'8". 5'2 on a good mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. only did he jump over a very short man, he set said young man in a chair
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. and
0: proceeded to dunk and barely cleared him.
2: <laughs> and yeah.
0: you know we wanted to think this was this big thing don't you ever invite Jalen Brown back to a dunk contest if that's what he has to offer if you're going to jump over some people junk, people were dunking over Shaq you're yeah. not over Kasana in a chair
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: you know <sighs> this is why this white man is winning this is when you're doing stuff like this <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I wish job was healthy and could have possibly been in it because I feel like Jab would give us an electric dunk yeah. contest you know what I'm saying but
2: yeah,
1: he got jock and jump. He's creative. Yeah, but it's, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know about, I guess I'm, I i do not know if we're going to get into like All-Star Weekend and, and like, like viewership and all that kind of stuff. And Go
0: there. It's been down. And the game like, is a, the game is trash.
1: Yeah. I, I used to, there was like, I remember one time we went to, even went to Savannah. Me Lon went to Savannah for like a weekend getaway. Uh-huh. And we sat in the hotel during All-Star Saturday night and all star game because we were so invested in watching mm-hmm. like the dunk contest the you know three point contest all that kind of stuff like i don't know when the last time i actually watched any of the things for the last few years like it, the dunk, i think i might have watched the dunk contest last year but it was so like you know like just it, it, just I, it yeah. I feel like when we were younger it was more of a, a a thing
0: i mean think about it like i just mentioned like with Vince Carter like that dude was a dunker Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you had some of your bigger superstars actually competing in the contest. Like LeBron, like the LeBrons of the league were actually also in the different competitions. They weren't just waiting for the game. So it was an overall all star. And I remember that, you know, not ever being a true sports fan, but being around my dad watching all these games and stuff. Like, I remember like Jordan was actually in these different contests. Like, they were, you know what I'm saying? So it made everything Mm -hmm. exciting. And then, I feel like for the game itself, there was so much more competition. Like they knew we were the mm-hmm. we were considered the best of the best, mm-hmm. and we are playing against each other. You know, East versus West, blah 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 blah. And now they just be they be shooting from half court, yeah, um, with the crazy scoring. They get up to like two hundred and fifty points. It's just like, what is happening? Yeah, it's
1: wild. Yeah, it, it's to me you want to you want like you want an exhibition in a sense to where like you know you get to see your favorite players playing with the one another and see the highlights and the dunks and stuff like that. But at least play some, some level of defense. Because at that point, y'all really just running back and forth, throwing off the backboard, dunking, like you said, shooting from half court. Like, there's no it, – it's so – like, I just – really I don't
0: – Like, legit, we want to see almost like some Olympic-level play. Like, play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we
1: want to see the best player versus play. the best play, people. Yeah,
0: if you think you're the best, then prove it. Like get on this court. If like, like for, for example, LeBron, the, one of his critiques is that he'd be assembling these super teams, right? This is yeah. your opportunity to do that without any, um, like trade restrictions, no, no money even involved. You can put whatever whoever you think your top five is, right? Mm-hmm. Versus the next best players, top five. And go head to head like all the yeah. all the Blitz report ESPN uh, hypotheticals. We can put them together at least with the current players. Put them together right now, and let's make yeah. and play a real game. Like strategize, get coached, like coach for real, and
1: play yeah. the
0: game. Yeah, we love to see it. You know what I would love to see? I think what is that? Bring some excitement. The USA versus the world in the All Star.
1: Yeah, I I agree because I feel like out of the top ten NBA players, like six or seven of them are, are, are like. Not, not American, American
0: <laughs> yeah. So, and I so I,
1: that. yeah, I would love it because you got, and I low key feel that the world probably will win.
0: Yeah, I mean, the people yeah. with the world players are like some of your top ranked teams right now, anyway. So they would,
1: yeah, like the last few MVPs. You got to think, yeah. Joel Embiid. Technically, he's an American because, but he's not really an American. Well, he's American, but he had dual citizenship. Mm-hmm. So he, him, uh, Joker, uh, Giannis. Uh, what's the white boy name? Um, the Dallas. Mavericks. I know it's Luca and Noka. Luca, yeah.
0: Yeah, Luca, yeah, them two. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so like you have the the best players in the world for the most part. Are and don't
0: forget all these Canadian players that can be role players
1: and coming off the bench and. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, Victor. I, I feel like the the the, um,
0: the, the rookie guy
1: Victor Webbyama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the world, the world will put up a great. It will, put up a it will great be a. Job. That's what it should be. It should be U.S. versus the world. Hmm. I, I agree with I you.
0: Agree. I agree. I think it should be a thing. All right. Oh, and then Babyface the national anthem. You know, Babyface is a prolific writer. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful pianos. Beautiful, beautiful pianos. That voice. Um, the East won the game. <laughs> <laughs> <Daniel> <laughs> was the MVP. Um, and here's the thing. Sticking with basketball, I'm. A, I call him Giannis Akontakanumbuko, that's mm-hmm. just like what I have to say. What it looked like to me. And Giannis said. If They win the finals, which I don't believe they will. He's gonna get uh-huh. on a track with Damian Lillard. He's sick he got some mm. things that he want to get off his chest. Now, okay. I don't know what that Greek rap is gonna sound like, man of God. Me, either. let me just say, I'm not excited for it. Matter of fact, I don't listen to Dame Lillard, so I don't know that I would listen to it at all. <laughs> I, <think laughs> I, play one, I play two Dame Lillard tracks. One, mm-hmm. he has a track on the uh Space Jam soundtrack, mm-hmm. so I've listened to that and two, Jaden was like, oh, Dame Litter's a rapper, and I like what the album music to play, whatever his top song was. Mm -hmm. It has never happened again because I skipped the Dame Litter track on the Space Jam soundtrack. (laughs) It's (laughs) not that it's bad. I just, it's only like two or three songs I really want to hear off that soundtrack, and that's the Kirkland the Salt and Pepper joint, and I think there's maybe one more. Anyway, so NBA All-Star Weekend, uh, I think they come back in the next couple of days to continue the season, all that different kind of stuff. Speaking of Ooh, something new. Okay, um, Beyonce doing another major sports weekend. The last weekend in football, we told y'all she gave us a country album. She did Texas Hold'em. Woo! At sixteen characters, sixteen characters. I want away. I, uh, I'm about to Brian. I don't mm. even like country music like that. I really don't. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold you. But mm-hmm. I appreciate these two songs. Just see. Let me get my DEI bag for a second. Go for it this is the this is the power of representation. Sometimes you're not able to connect with a thing until you can see mm-hmm. yourself in a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I still ain't finna go down no country rabbit hole because that shit doesn't speak to me like that. And like with any genre, there's probably a song or two that's always existed that I could rock with. You know, I've listened yeah. to some soft rock, I don't know about that heavy metal. That's just demonic. But no, there's some, yeah, yeah but there's some like every genre. I probably got one or two songs. I could probably rock with and country music was no different. Um, ooh. Ooh. What? Should we be giving Nelly his flowers?
1: Um, um, I, I saw something, somebody that said something like that, that I'm he's d- really the first country rapper.
0: And the reason why I think I saw that too, and it made me think because not just the little song he did, the over and over again, Nelly has a very distinct accent Mm -hmm. and from country grammar. As a like, like was it the country grammar? His debut album, if it was, very early in his career, he's been giving us very country infused rap. When I sat back and looked at that post and thought about his career, it was very hip hop. Don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but it was very much like I think his accent is so strong. Like he's a, you know, people be like, "You from the South? You country?" I think I think it was that country. Like yeah. black people say we country versus like actual country genre. Yeah. So I feel like there's something, there's some pieces in there. Cause Missouri, mm-hmm. you know, is right on up in there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. know, should we be
1: maybe because I don't know. because it, it, it was country, but it wasn't like country. But he also had the country song with the with Tim McGraw. Yeah.
0: Over and over again. Mm-hmm. Over and over again. Yeah, he did have that and I ain't gonna hold y'all. Corny it may have been. Mm-hmm. it was a bop yeah. I was over here it, over and over and again
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it did it did decent numbers too um but I feel like too he had even though like he's just country and it's not the genre the it, his country twang kind of gave it country
0: you know what because it wasn't just it wasn't just regular deep south accent it was like he had yeah. a real country yeah you know what I'm saying anyway but Needs to say, Beyonce's doing numbers out here. Okay, she's mm-hmm. charting on billboards in the country music genre. Okay, so what I can tell you, these CMA awards. <laughs> oh, it's about to be a mess. I it know. is. But I love the fact that it is. We all know racism exists, but I can't wait for the out loud exposure that it's mm-hmm. going to have on that. Because white people think, all right, cool, we got DNI here, DNI there. But some of these things are ours.
1: Yeah renaissance no,
0: no 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 no. none of these things are technically yours we have been mm. and we have been involved in all of these things yeah. and now it's time for us to really get our shine and our flowers so thank god for Beyonce type right who's able to like use her platform and her superstardom to like Mickey Guy and all them people they've been doing their things Mm -hmm. but it's amazing when somebody can come in and be like yeah they're taking space but you also know what it does for other black men and women who've been in the genre like I think Mm -hmm. I just saw a post where a bunch of black country artists had their streams have increased since Beyonce Mm -hmm. dropped her music because now black vocals like let me see who else out here let me check you know what I'm saying so like I love it it. and that's how even as a black person that's how you put your privilege on the line and you speak up for others, and you elevate mm-hmm.
1: your climb. Yeah, I'm. I'm so looking forward to 20 years from now, sitting in that movie theater with my VR glasses on, mm-hmm. watching Beyonce's life story.
0: Who who gonna do that biopic? <laughs> I'm. So, I'm.
1: So I'm looking forward to that day.
0: Who gonna do that? Six
1: happy? hours. We're gonna be in that theater just six hours. It's all just,
0: It's gonna be a five day TV special. It's gonna have to. It's gonna, it's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be because be.
1: and, and we're gonna sit there. Oh, telling telling the. Jaden and, and, and Brooklyn and and Josh gonna be telling they, they kids like this is this is y'all y'all don't know about this yeah mm-hmm. this is the this oldest old school pimping <laughs> I, I grew up day. on this, this
0: is old <laughs> oh, it'll be a day speaking of Beyonce her sister her friend her friend in the gospel Kelly mm. Rowland <laughs> Kelly Rowland. <laughs> Kelly Rowland's in a new Tyler Perry movie called Mia Coppalupa or something like that and. Mm. Uh, You know, you all know how I feel about the Thailand of the Pyramid, so I have not seen it. I support Kelly Roland, Mm -hmm. And I might. Matter of fact, let me just side note. Destiny's Child, quit playing with me. Mm. I saw y'all at New York Fashion Weekend at Kelly's Uh premiere. All 'all y'all had on red. All y'all had on all red. Yeah, we saw it. Like, mm-hmm. stop playing with me. <laughs> In our they, face. Y'all doing, the, And if y'all ain't going to do an album, stop doing stuff like that. Just be friends that right. show up together. But y'all be wearing the same colors and corn. And then don't be posting with each other. Y'all do it very separately. And I would be like, it ain't cute. It's cute. It's not. But it ain't cute. Okay? We don't want, like, don't do me like this. Because mm-hmm. I'm over here, like, sitting at the edge of my seat. I'm willing. To sell like three, four pair of Jordans and all kind of stuff to get these tickets to a <laughs> to a <laughs> just Child concert. I'm willing to do the things. Right, listen,
1: DC three me.
0: DC because I because I want DC five. I love that reunion for you, but at the bare minimum, give me DC three and let's keep it pushing. Because I think at uh, maybe last month, Brian. Uh, mm-hmm. Michelle and Latoya took a picture together independent of they Kelly did. and Beyonce. So mm-hmm. it's like. What, what are we doing here? Like, what are we doing? What's happening? Like, we, like,
1: like give us, give the people.
0: Because Michelle and Latoya, they've always, I guess, I don't know that they've been out loud, not that they have beef, but they ain't never, outside of Beyonce reunion, Renaissance mm-hmm. thing, they ain't never yeah. been in the same room taking pictures together. And now they are out in public doing their things. It's just like, all right. All, right. all right. We waiting. We waiting, bills bills bills, say my name, say my name, survivor, delicious. Okay. The shoes on my feet, I want it all. Okay? I oh want God. everything. I don't tell me all the way back we I still so think you know the fact that they were yelling at Kelly like that in the Olive Garden.
1: <laughs> they, <laughs> were. They, they, they were.
0: They were yelling. They were. Like at that in Olive Garden. <laughs> Girl, like take a girls, look at yourself. You got you go and olive Oh, over breadsticks and super Tuscana. And y'all, y'all <laughs> <had this one. laughs> Jesus Christ,
1: like girl, like, like let, let, her, let her eat her soup in peace. Listen,
0: say that when y'all get back to the apartment. Y'all saying, right, that right.
1: putting all her business out there.
0: Listen, all these white people in here are scared. Well, listen, we we're talking about Kelly. <laughs> Kelly's dropping new music. You know, she got a movie coming out, so she's allegedly dropping new music. Uh, I enjoy Kelly's music. I do. I think it's cool. Uh, so interested to see. I love that for you, Kelly. I love this new country stuff for you, Beyonce. But I mm-hmm. would love some DC three and Beyonce. Ooh. You know, bring the girls back for a song on the album. Right. You know? What if
1: the? What if they give us? And I, I'm always speculation. What if they give us like a Supremes, Dramatics, like or not emotions? What if the group do you like?
0: I like the emotions, but we can say the, the emotions. Supremes was the bigger group. You can say you can go with Supremes, yeah, Supremes was the Supremes.
1: But group. what if they give us like a whole like sixties? What if they do like g- uh, generations of like women's music?
0: Oh, are you saying that Beyonce is gonna pull up Bruno Mars and like lock in an era and give that with like, classic girl groups?
1: That would be so great. Can you imagine that?
0: I could, or you're right, maybe they can go through all the eras and give us like some 60s, some 70s, some 80s, give us some, like some... Because you know they were quote-unquote mentor by SWV for a little while, so give us some yeah. 90s. If they, if they do a collab song with SW and the V, if I hear Coco Clemens and me, on the same track, Brian, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna lose <laughs> it. I'm going go to lose it. I'm going to lose it. And SWV opened up for, for Destiny's Child?
1: Like a like a whole homage To the the girl groups Of like Of
0: yesteryear Because Let's keep it a buck is really the only 90s girl group That's still like Intact Escape don't like Each other no more <laughs> <laughs> The two sisters is the beefing You know right. Left eye gone
1: Right L's has gone
0: it, in, in Vogue Don't like each other no more <laughs> they, <laughs> they split up What is mm-hmm. a SM, What is a 702 Right I think
1: I think most of them Is dead too
0: yeah, they they died. Um, <coughs> what's, what's what's that group with the uh, with the um, uh, brownstone? They got two new members every year.
1: Every year. <laughs>
0: every year. Uh,
1: what's the group with, that has with Diddy? Is it total? Is it total? Total. Um. Yeah, so the girl like, groups don't exist no more.
0: They don't exist. So SWV is the only one still holding on in their original format. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the original format. SOP.
1: Lily, Taj, and Coco.
0: Lily, and they listen. And they had their beef. They reckon mm-hmm. they got a little broke. Well, Taj is married, too. She got that NFL my, that pension. Like, yeah, she's been, she been straight. The other two started getting hit, because I remember when they showed Lili Apart, they got hit, a little I, hit. It
1: little I was looking around my house like, ooh, I, I, I am God, blessed. I, Lord, I say you, man, I ain't <laughs> never sold a number
0: one nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, but they got back together. They did some reality shows. <laughs> and they're back. And they're back, you know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, SWV and, and, and you could bring some of the girlies back, you know what I'm saying? But SWB, SW, yeah. that's a child. Make it a thing. Um, make it a thing. Make it a thing. Put put Meg on there. Make the other girls mad. Um, right. Just keep making it a thing. All right. Last but not least, on the billboard, Um, well, we just talked about rap girlies beef. Let's talk about family beef. Now, we're not going to get too deep into it because I'm not going to be messy on this year's podcast. However, I told you all last week that Monique was on Club Shay Shay. I want to first I first I want Brian's Crotch out of my face. That's the first thing I want. <laughs> I'm <second>. sorry. <laughs> <Just a second.
1: laughs> about my, uh, for those that are, are watching or or yeah, uh my the light went out. So I had to fix I'm the like,
0: light. I'm like, man if you and this hip band don't get out of my eye, um <laughs> what was I about to say? No. So first of all, Shannon Shark could have had a do they call him Shay Shay in the hood? Just, I don't know
1: what they call it is, him.
0: It is amazing that this grown man <laughs> is Shay Shay. And I know in the hood, you know, black men, we do But Anyway, On Club Shay Shay. He had Monique. Monique told her story. And then part of it, she told the fact that her and her son had a birth relationship when she was um, first starting off in comedy. She was so focused on her career, blah, blah, blah. She wasn't the best mom. Her son responded and what I thought and Brian, you know, I want to hear your thoughts um, in a mm-hmm. very respectful way, saying, like, you know, what she said was true. However, here are some things that aren't as true in terms of mm-hmm. them reaching out and wanting a relationship and blah blah blah. And this third. So he made the he he said he typed it out so that he can read it. He didn't want to, yeah. you know, be all over the place, blah, blah, blah. blah. Very, very well spoken gentleman, yeah. All that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Right. Talked and then he even talked about the 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 tension in his own mind of wanting his daughter to have a relationship with her grandmother, blah, blah. Yeah. Even spoke to his siblings and saying, "Hey, I don't want y'all to feel the way I feel. Y'all have a different relationship. Mine is just mine. Just ain't that." Like he was to me, yeah. it was very much so like, <clears throat> as we would say, his truth, right? Yeah. Personified. Monique and her husband, uh, her dad, Daddy. Him, it gets on social media with so much headspace above them, <laughs> always. And I'm just like, for y'all to be entertainers, y'all gotta know that. <laughs> This is wild. But anyway, right. He does most of the talking. And then somehow, Brian, the conversation still ends up back on like Oprah and Tyler Perry and them. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah. while they were talking, they were talking about how they helped him get a car and this, this, and the third, and blah, blah 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 blah. And whether y'all helped him get a car recently or not, it continues to prove the fact that the young man said that one of the ways y'all exhibit love is through material material things, and right. not the actual relationship, right? So whether right. or not he most... Re- that happened recently, you still kind of prove the man's point. Needless yeah. to say, our son got back on the internet and began to refute those things. It was like, I wouldn't dare put my screenshots on there. And if you looked at the screenshots, this is just the facts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They were from 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. The man also said I hadn't spoken to my mom in like three years. So everything mm-hmm. he's saying is ad. So I was like, Monique, yeah. you put these up here like... Since he told us y'all I ain't talked in three years, twenty twenty one, three years. <laughs> so yeah. <I> was like <laughs> I don't really know what you're what you're proving. I'm not trying to get in the middle of it because I, that's a that's a family thing. But it's so I find it so ironic that um, I say this all the time. I believe my children will go to therapy because life, I think oftentimes necessitate yeah. that i often say though i don't want to be your re- not your main reason
2: right yeah. it's
0: something that i did as a parent that you didn't like that you process with your therapist sure i do that with my therapist too about my parents yeah uh, but i don't want i don't want your whole i don't want your uh your year long sessions that you do about weekly to be about me and your mom
1: <laughs> right <laughs> I, every I week try
0: my, i try my best to be an open parent to communicate to apologize to uh, explain to a certain extent, right? Why we're doing stuff, the rationale behind things. Uh, we, me and Asha often ask our children, you know, what do you want from us? What more do you need? Uh, how can we step? Like, we ask these questions, right? It doesn't mean to be like, I want more time outside and more candy. Like, you're going to get that. But we like, what do you yeah. need emotionally from us? Because we want to be the parents. That you feel like you need and you deserve, right? And mm-hmm. so what I'm seeing from Monique, which is not uncommon, right, from certain people in her generation, is a lack of accountability around what is actually being said. Um, mm-hmm. And some things you can't buy your way out of. Sometimes, some things you can't even explain your way out of. You can't discount that man's experience with you.
2: Right. right?
0: And this and this goes to, to me, any parent-and-child relationship. It's like taking the celebrity out of it. Out, again, I don't – he didn't say anything to me. To me. Mm-hmm. That was disparaging against his mother. He just said he just said, This is what my experience is of you.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: and you know, I'm clearing it up because you said this thing that, you know, I'ma let the universe do this. And the man said, You, you ain't gotta talk to the universe. If we want a talk relationship, to we would, we would, we would have, we would talk, we would blah 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 blah. Uh and right. Brian, you said at the beginning of the show, Favorite Works is day, We could be praying all you want to, but if we don't go have these conversations, yeah, right. And then to me, and this is the last thing I'll say, and then Brian, I want to hear your thoughts, is um that whole thing, like, you know, the it was almost like the phone work both ways type of situation. You've been candid yeah. about relationship with your dad. Um, and it's like at a certain point though, it's like, I'm the child. The phone the phone yeah. do work both ways, but I didn't yeah. leave you. Or I wasn't yeah. absent for you. You you know what I'm saying? So like so, you know, anyway, your thoughts.
1: No, I, I would agree with that to the to the degree of like, you know, I, I feel like regardless of how old you get. Especially if the parent, admittedly, was the cause of the strained relationship. I feel like it's their duty to do more of the, I don't want to say damage control, but the, the the mending of the relationship. She literally went on TV and said, I was the reason. I was not a great mother because I was trying to pursue fame, stardom, and my career. Right? So you've already admitted to that to the point, point. And what probably ends up happening, too, is I'm sure... Her son still has, you know, even though he he could, has kind of processed a lot of it, still may harbor some resentment, some some ill feelings, some ill will. Um, may make it difficult, or may have made it difficult at time for her to come in, right? Because even you know, you you he probably has the the barriers up, the walls up, and is trying to see how how hard she's willing to fight for this relationship. And she probably was like, you know what, I'm I'm not doing that. Um, but still it's, it's, it's her, I feel like it's her obligation, the parents obligation to do more. It, sh- it shouldn't be 50, 50. Like I don't, you know, and, and and this is a person who I feel like I reach out to my dad more than he reaches out to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's the adult in this. We're both adults, but he was the, when the, when the relationship was strained, he was the adult in the situation. Right. So, you know, if I reach out. And I'm gonna text back, I may continue to reach out, but at, at a certain point, you can lift your hands and be like, hey, listen, I, I try. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like it's the it's the parents' require it's the parents' job. Uh, even if a situation were like, say Brooklyn goes off to school, right? Mm-hmm. I don't expect even though I would love for Brooklyn to call me, I don't expect her to be like calling me. So as the parent, I'd be like, Brooklyn, how you doing? You doing all right? What do you need? Like I would, I would probably be more in, in my, you know, as a parent, to be making the one making the phone calls, checking in on her to see how she's doing and all that kind of stuff. Because, again, even though she's an adult, like God gave her to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's my responsibility. I feel like as a parent, like there' to a certain degree, you're your responsibility to parent your child until to a certain point there's, there's in, a certain and always there
0: responsibility that like my, my mom and dad today, like if my mom called me and I sound not myself, yeah. you're going to get through the conversation the next day. She's going to be like, I'm just checking up. You didn't sound like it's, you just sound much better. You know, it's that, that motherly mm-hmm. instinct is going to be yeah. there. And even like you said, with my dad, like I'm, he know I'm grown and got kids and a husband, but if we go of like, I don't know, four or five days without talking, hey son you good he gonna be all chipper next time i ain't heard from you. i'll make sure you good you're all right blah blah blah, blah. yeah because i talked about at minimum i talked i try to call my parents at minimum once a week because mm-hmm. life just be life, right uh and when we yeah. talk that's why we when we do talk we end up talking so long because we have very robust conversation and we usually talk more than once a week but when i say once a week i'm talking about that like real sit down catch up this is what's yeah. happening in our lives, blah, 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 blah. Um, but we will still talk more than once a week sometimes. Because sometimes I just want to talk to my mom, right? Sometimes I don't want to talk to my dad, yeah. um, all the different, my siblings, all that different kind of stuff. So, um, but anyway, and that's, and that's not in a strained relationship, right? Yeah. And my parents will put yeah. forth some effort um, that I'll have to put in some effort, right? It's reciprocated. In this case, like you said, yeah. you are the um, offender, right? Or the yeah. one that caused the strain then some of the responsibility is on you regardless of what you feel you've done in the past. Right. I yeah. think that's the thing too. Like your solution may not be, the, it's almost like the love languages thing. If I keep telling you my love languages is quality time and you keep buying me gifts, that doesn't matter. Cause I want to spend time with you. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not ungrateful for the gift. I want to spend mm-hmm. time. Right. So if this man yeah. is saying, I need these things. But you're responding with those things. It's like, don't throw that in my face, because that's cool. But I didn't ask you for that, As you gave yeah. me this. I think we, I think we've said this on a previous podcast before. Many children today, um, without take the privilege away, would probably r- would rather be broke and loved than rich and a yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think this. Yeah. Is one of those I think we were talking. About, we talked about T.I. some when he was talking about how he felt. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, I, you had all these things, but I really wanted you. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the things are great. They're additions. And I think, and I'm going to leave it alone just to be a whole another podcast. I think us, and I try to be careful, and Brian, I think I've heard this in your commentary before, too. We give our children all these things that we never had. Like I like yeah. said, my my children are literally at the hot tub right now. I didn't know what a <laughs> hot tub. I never experienced a hot tub until adulthood, right? Yeah. Um, but me giving them all of what they have right now does not negate the fact that when Jaden want to sit on the couch and sit under me and would just watch TV, that he can still have that too, because yeah. that's what he that's what we get every day. That's what he wants most. Mm-hmm. Like this stuff is cool, but that's what he needs. That's what Josh needs. When me and me and Josh had a father son date thing last Friday, just sat and talked for a couple yeah. hours, like, and when I tell you that dude was like daddy this was great blah, blah 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 like that's what he wants like yeah he enjoys this stuff but I think I would I would always believe if he could choose the two
2: looking mm-hmm. back on his
0: life when he gets older I appreciate that moment with my dad and married a piece of kitchen then yeah it was in the hot tub for a couple of hours right if I had right. to choose life and um, yeah I just think this is an example of that and so prayers out to them hopefully um, yeah I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like the old saying say I'm gonna let, let the Lord have his way have your way, I don't Lord. know what I don't know what his I don't know what he wants. I'm not going to impose a solution that he may or may not want. Right. So yeah. let the Lord have his way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. All right. So that was social media, and that's a great segue into what today's topic is going to be about. Yeah. Unless you've been sitting under a rock, mm. then you don't know about Reese Teesa. Reese Teesa is a TikTok <laughs> sensation. And Listen, um, she had this series called Who the F Did I Marry? And it's about 50 plus parts, all about 10 minutes a piece. And she's an amazing storyteller, an amazing Mm -hmm. storyteller. She needs an audio book. Needless to say, you know how Brian and I do. We're going to take this. We're going to frame it as a conversation (laughs) to understand um, the thoughts, the perils of decision making and partner choosing and love and all this different kind of stuff. So grab your snacks. Um, grab your Jolly Rancher, Heartbeat Jelly Beans if you got any more. That's the best Valentine's Day candy ever. Frying, they are so good. Um, whatever you want to grab, come to Liver Room mm. and let's have this conversation. Let's do it.
1: All right, puzzle pieces, and we are excited. Uh, and this month is Black Kids. We 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 had, we plan on doing more like a, a black focused episode but like with sometimes there are things that happen in society and culture we just gotta discuss them uh and we we wouldn't be doing you all a disservice a service we'd be doing you all a disservice if we didn't talk about you know what has been transpiring on the socials so again as josh said in the lead-in tiktok uh has been on pretty much on fire a 50-part story uh, of a woman who married uh, what she considered a pathological liar, ain't no so Tisa, ain't no consideration. So, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was trying to give you know <laughs> uh, no,
0: that man no grace. That man was a liar. <laughs> a,
1: a liar. Uh, he lied about everything. Uh, so Risa Tisa starts out, and this is funny because it kind of starts at like a BET Tubi movie or whatever. Starts out by saying, "I'm going to tell the story of how I met."
0: All, all over. Tubi could never. <laughs> 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 I've seen some Tubi movies and clips that stuff is terrible Risa Tisa at least got it she at least given us a TV1 special
1: TV1 <laughs> Lifetime BET least, which one
0: at least TV1 uh, yeah at least TV1 <laughs>
1: alright so which one, I, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if it doesn't turn into, into that but she starts off the TikTok series by saying I'm going to tell the story of how I met dated married and divorced a real pathological liar OK, yeah. and as a quick synopsis over the time she's met this person in 2020 and, this, and it's in the, this is in our backyard in Atlanta. So it's great because she's mentioning places that we are familiar with. So as you, if you're in Atlanta, she's mentioning stuff, saying he works in Duluth, I used to work in Duluth. Like he's, she's mentioning landmarks. So if you live in Atlanta, it's probably even more. Hilarious because it's, you know, it's we it's kind of our neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she's mentioning it, apparently, they met in two, 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a quick relationship. Uh, COVID happened. Yep. They both had their own spaces. Uh-huh. They end up cohabitating. Uh-huh. And then that kind of led to a string of, what, two years? Was it, was it two years of oh. just lies and drama so before we kind of get into like questions overall okay um what do you think was her first mistake and I don't want to blame her I don't want to blame her but she took accountability to like her her actions but what was her first mistake
0: oh wow it's so hard to pinpoint what the first mistake was I would say <laughs> I would say uh, I would say the house
2: Mm-hmm.
0: everything especially because there, cause there were signs
2: mm-hmm. with
0: the home that could have been red flags but when yeah. you did your due diligence mm-hmm. i mean your full due diligence I'm, I'm talking about beyond the realtor him firing the realtor y'all had not hearing about it you not knowing that it was on the contract blase 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 let's let's just let's just say you still assume good intent, right? Because she did yeah. say, I had never been loved like this. This man was paying yeah. to me. Let me tell me, let me let me go back. I'm gonna take that back. Yeah. The house was not the first mistake. Dating <laughs> and moving in with this man in about a three, four-week time span. do I'm yeah. not quarantining with you if I just met you right before the pandemic. Right. We're not make we're not doing that together. We're just going no. to be in a long distance. Relationship. I'm gonna be in Riverdale, and you're gonna be in Duluth, wherever you were. That's just what yeah. it's gonna be, and we're gonna continue yeah. to know each other virtually. And as you, Brian, you experienced in Atlanta and COVID, we'll meet up at Piedmont Park. You know, we'll do some outside activities yeah. if necessary. Um, making sure we're taking tests. Well, he was alive. he probably would have been telling the truth about tests, but right, we would we would try to implement those things. I'm not, yeah, I'm not quarantining with you. I don't care Mm-mm. how we would like. Me and Asher would have had to been like before we got married, but she was, she had already given birth to Josh. That season of our lives, for me to be yeah. like, I'm gonna quarantine with Asher. Like, yeah. otherwise, like, it's, it gotta be that depth of relationship. Otherwise, I'm not, bro. And then y'all met on, not, and not just nothing against online dating, but like, y'all met online, went on like two or three dates. And I know she said they was talking heavy, but ain't that much talking to the world for me to move in with you after three weeks, four weeks. Um, so I think that was mistake number one. Um, mistake that led to this possible rabbit hole was that home. Mm-hmm. Like I said, stuff with the realtor, stuff with the uh, uh, what they the appraisal, the inspection, yeah. all that kind of stuff. All that to the side. When you called that realtor, and that realtor told you an older white couple bought that house. Yeah. And you made up in your mind out of your own mouth and said, he gonna have to get himself out of this lie. I'm gonna let him get out of this lie because I don't want to have, because she was pregnant at this point. I don't want to have this baby in Riverdale. You put all that beyond before your real logic. And to yeah. me, that's where the, and again, she was, this is not to beat her up, because she was very accountable, very self-aware after the fact of what she yeah. done and her parts in it. But to me, that's when it really went wrong because you allowed that to, to me, that's not a small that's not small, bro.
1: Uh-uh, no.
0: At all, because if you can lie about our home and you were adamant about these and then mad at me because I called a realtor all the time, this old white couple then bought the house that you're saying is still under contract. And right. then you knew he was going to lie and he came and said, oh, something about the interest rates, blah, 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 blah. The interest rates were at their best during the pandemic. <sighs> Hello. That That was the other thing. Like, I mm-hmm. wish I had bought a house. Doing the doing like twenty twenty two like for real twenty twenty because I could have had like yeah. a two point a one point nine interest rate like eighty <laughs> percent of my mortgage be going to the actual principal right so right. um anyway I think for me that was the real like moving in with him was the first mistake but accepting mm-hmm. all the stuff with the house was like the the drop on the roller coaster <clears throat> how about for you guys?
1: yeah I definitely agree that the, the moving in was real quick and I, I get it like you wanted to. Like for those, like I'm pretty sure like during COVID, if you lived alone, how like lonely that would have, could have been because you, you really, cause it was even, it was even lonely with, with a house full of people. Like to the fact of like, as far as missing your family, like uh-huh. most of us hadn't seen our family in like months, you know what I mean? Hadn't seen our friends in months. Right. So I can imagine you not wanting to, to, um, to be lonely, but I think and and not and I'm not going to um not I'm not gonna dog or dis faith at all. Mm-hmm. I think that was when she said like she was that kind of like you know, looking at social media and the world and being like, Oh, this is my time. You know what I mean? That kind of might have been the mistake of like mm-hmm. like the the pressure. Of, or giving it to the pressure of, of the love story. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this nigga's about to sweep me off my feet, and we look for the, the knight in shining armor, the nigga who sh- pulls up, changes my tire. You know what I'm saying? Now he's paying the bills. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the, the culture and society we want. You know the, you know the nigga that just does all the things. When truth be told, like it was really just the, the game to. To get in the in the joint, you know what I'm saying? Like there was really no accountability for consistency. You know what I mean? Like you you yeah, kind of yeah. um, you just jumped right in. You know, and he was wrong completely. But I think the jumping right into the the co op at the same like say shacking right. And she like you about
0: that too her Christian values and things and how you know. So there were some some other indicators that she
1: ignored. yeah yeah right. And I and, and to that point, like I feel like she. She ignored some red flags, right? And I'm going to ask you the question to put out there and let you kind of deal with some of those red flags. But I think oftentimes we sometimes, even in friendships and business opportunities, whatever, sometimes we can be so excited about an opportunity or a relationship or something uh, to where we are just, you know, led by our feelings and our emotions about something that we don't, you know, we do it in delusion. You know what I mean? Like, um, and we ignore you know, some like red flags. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, what are some, you know, how do you, Josh, how did you recognize, not only recognize the red flags, but then kind of come out of the clouds and be like, ooh, let me Deal with the red flags, or not yeah. put the red flags in my pocket and make them, or make them yellow. Yeah, um,
0: I'm a, I'm gonna take this from a friendship perspective because I've been married for quite some time. Um, yeah. but I, as I've said before, relationships are relationships. I think our yeah. choice to be platonic or romantic is what separates how we navigate relationships. But at the basis, we talked about this before: trust, communication, yeah. you know, how we love each other. A lot of that. Is the same. It's just the depth and the covenant of it shifts. Yeah. When we move to romantic. So I want to give that disclaimer for be like, well, that they ain't the same, blah, 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 blah. Right. So yeah. um, I think a red poof, One of the ways to recognize red flags is literally to go through life experience. Right. Yeah. Because some things you don't know in some cases, especially if you're young or you haven't had a lot of experience, you wouldn't recognize as a red flag until you lived a little. Mm-hmm. Um, until you've experienced like you don't always know the signs of a narcissist until you've dated a narcissist or been around right. a narcissist or been friends with or experienced a narcissist, right? Uh, or researched or whatever it is, right? Um, the same thing with somebody who's controlling. Um, because most controlling people are also very manipulative, which means yeah. that they're not gonna show you their hand, right? There's no like you you don't get like you don't like Ike Turner, like whatever you want to believe, I you know ike turner doesn't become ike turner because he was slapping Tina out the gate ike turner becomes (laughs) ike turner because he was able to swoon her on the music and the promised career and the charisma and the all the lights and the glamour and the this and this and blah 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 blah. we can argue whether you know whether or not you thought the man was handsome or whatever but whatever it was these women was coming to good old ike right right it wasn't until you get into the, the the thrust of that thing that mm-hmm. then you begin to see all of this was a cover up for that, right? Not to compare yeah. abuse, but what I'm saying is that most people who are controlling in mm-hmm. any type of way are going to show you what they need to show you to get you in, and now that yeah. they have you in, then you'll see their real hand of how they do this and do that, or they manipulate you to do that. So, um, so that's one way. I really think, unfortunately, life experience teaches us through dealing with certain mm-hmm. types of people that there are red flags. I think too. Things I think when she said something told me I think intuition will acknowledge red flags as well. Yeah. Um, and not just life experiences, but how we were like stuff that your mama probably taught you that we rolled our mm-hmm. eyes at. How many yeah. times have it come back? Right? You be like, ooh, that's what mom was talking. Yeah. about. You didn't even have to go through yeah. nothing, but you saw it. You yeah. clocked it. Right. Mm-hmm. And immediately, you knew. Um, like the stuff of my mama told me, don't you? If this girl do this or that, blah blah blah, do that. You better watch it. Blah blah blah. And then when it happened in college, I was like. Oh, my God. My mom mm-hmm. was right, right? Or my mm-hmm. dad my dad would put me on game, or my sisters would tell me stuff, you know, about whatever. Or just like, you know, I got sisters. So my little sister, I used to put her on game with boys. You know what I'm saying? I'd yeah. be like, hey, if he do this, like, you kind of know. I am i would never be the big brother, like, can't nobody date my sister. But I would put her on game, yeah. like, hey, if this happens, this is what's up, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So I think, you know, listening to wisdom and, you know, not to take it to biblical, but it say if you trample child where you should go, he will not depart from you. Yeah. There are things mm-hmm. that will be deposited in us, even in childhood, that will kind of um, determine how we navigate life, what journeys, we, the path we choose to take, and how in which we travel down those pathways. Um, so that's for me, the red flags are there. Um, and then just some stuff just don't sit well with your spirit.
2: Yeah, mm. other, I think There's just
0: a level of discernment that we all have. I know I talk about the intuition, but I'm talking about intuition from a sense of being raised, having wisdom, you yeah. know, that's imparted, and then those things come to your remembrance and you apply them. But then there's this other sense of intuition that is also discernment, to where you may not have ever experienced this, you may not have ever been taught, but there's something in your shundo that is mm-hmm. disturbed. I've been yeah. around people, I've been introduced, and as soon as I shook their hand, I was like, mm, mm-hmm.
2: I'll be right,
0: I don't know. And I and I first I'd be like, you know, let me let me let me, let me give it a chance because I could just be I could be moody. Cause I, yeah. I reckon, I've I've said on this podcast, I can be moody. But then, if that thing don't shift, I'd be like, okay, clocked it. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't like I ain't gonna, I just clocked it. I clocked yeah. it. So for me, using this as a as a as a framework, when that stuff, when stuff didn't start adding up at the house, even from the fact yeah. that you switched realtors to your friend, we didn't even have a conversation. Immediately, yeah. I'm asking more questions. I'm immediately yeah. asking more questions. It's not even getting far as closing, because the virtual yeah. closing makes sense in COVID, right? Mm-hmm. It makes like yeah. that makes sense. But yeah. I'm I'm not even getting to that point because, like, how did this realtor just get fired? What did he do? Why did you decide why didn't you go with your friend from the jump? Like it's yeah. so many, it's so if this was your friend, why did you yeah. even find another realtor? Right. 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 There's so many things from the jump. And that's the kind of stuff when it did because she said that somewhere right about the and she also said a realtor. I love when black folk put that, that <laughs> But um, but like that right there, that's the kind of thing to her because she admitted she wasn't familiar with the home buying process. Right, mm-hmm. COVID was new. This man yeah. was new. He was showing her other stuff, but something in her spirit didn't sit right. That's that discernment piece where it's like, mm, that's the red yeah. flag. It. It's, it's waving in your faces. It's in your face, and you just like no. But I'm gonna go with it. There's no way. Like me, I, I I can be transparent. One of my good friends, one of my better friends, best friends, Johnny was our realtor. There's no mm-hmm. like, there's no way. I was going with this person, like, ooh, Ashley, let's go with John. That's our friend. Like, we was going to go with him the first time. Right. Right. Now, if we wanted to separate <laughs> business and pleasure and friendship, then we would have had that conversation. And we did have right. that conversation to make sure our stuff was straight. But if we didn't want to go with him because of that, then we would have just never went with him. But there's no way in the world. I would have started off with a realtor,
2: mm-hmm.
0: throw him in the trash, to then be like, let me go with my friend. If we're that right. tight, you're my first right. choice anyway. Right, so right. I think yeah, I think those <clears throat> to me are the three ways that I would acknowledge. I know that was a, a long way to get there. No, no, no. Three ways that I would acknowledge Ray
1: no, But that's good though, because I feel like the thing is <clears throat> with any like lie or any person. Now we can we're talking about lying in a little bit, <clears throat> but sometimes I think the person lesion is his name. He he built up a certain level of trust, mm-hmm. but also kind of feel like she was a little too trusting. But he built up a certain level of trust. As in like, I I handle business. So she relied on his handling business. But to your point, when when two plus two was turning out to be like seven. Negative one not, in this case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it it the math just kept not mathing. Mm-hmm. So it's like granted, you know, you are a woman mind you you're not, you know, it, it you're not married or anything like that. You're not really obligated. I don't think they were married at the time of the house, but they were married at the home buying process. I don't remember.
2: No, they
0: were not yet.
1: Yeah. So this is not even on they some. Were
0: pregnant. They were expecting d- they weren't married yet, though.
1: Right. So this is not even on some. Yeah, I know they both were, he used scriptures and stuff like that and faith to say, you know, but and she was a faith person. This is not even on some submission type stuff. You know what I mean? To where like, I'm going to let my man lead me, you know, and go through this process without asking questions. Like, nah, like, like, so the red flags were the math wasn't mathing. is was the, the random things just weren't, weren't the red flag recognizing red flag. I think to me, one is time, which wasn't allowed. There was no time allowed mm-hmm. seasons, right? Um, consistency, right? For the most part when, you know, if, if like right now, I'm pretty sure like Asha or Lauren wouldn't know our, they know our, our, our moves. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you do this when you do that. You do this, you do that, you do that. Because there's been time, yeah, of so and and you know, being transparent. If I move, do something differently, Lawrence would be like, uh, like what's up? Like normally you do X, Y, Z. What's going on? Mm-hmm. But there was really no time to recognize the red flags of inconsistency because there wasn't enough enough time. And then on top of that, not asking the questions of of why isn't this making sense and to you know to piggyback on your thing as far as the intuition like like that is a is a is a gift from god like that i believe that's not the holy ghost or whatever i think like you know there's a certain level when the holy ghost is inside you can you know so you can just smell random stuff right but to the intuition that we have for just something just ooh don't don't sit right in. Usually what happens when we start questioning it and then it like, you know, then the person like gets all like a certain way about it, then chances are it's probably, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. You know what I'm saying? And that was the red flag. And then it kept being the the same thing. And then he was inconsistent. He was consistent. In, he was inconsistent in every area. It was like the same red flag everywhere. It was like that don't make that don't make any sense, though. Like that don't make any sense though. That don't make any sense though. But it was still like allowing the things that didn't make sense to go unquestioned. That may if that makes sense.
0: Oh, um, it makes that makes a ton of sense, bro. And I think what is it makes a ton of sense. And I mm-hmm. think what's what's so complicated is. Let me ask you this: what what would make you ignore a red flag? Like, is it? You just don't want to believe it, or is it grace yeah. for the first time?
1: Well, grace for the first time, right? But also, sometimes you just don't want to believe it. Okay, like you love somebody so much, mm-hmm. and you've put your all into something, or you've cared about somebody for something, or, and I think it's something inside of you is like, nah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do this to me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Because. They may be like, if I'm telling you, Josh, I love you, 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 I love you. And and I'm reassuring you, right? But then you hear somebody say, like, oh, Brian is on XYZ, and you research it and it seems like Brian is on XYZ, but something inside you was like, nah, there's not like there, nah, he could he there's no he can, you know, he can do that to me. Sometimes I feel like you just don't want to believe that the person is who they really are because you don't want them to be that, but you also, you see them as something different because they, they created a character or a person or personality that you believe and You love you. You never want to see them other than that.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I agree. I think so. You know, one of my guilty pleasures is love is blind.
1: Oh, and Mm -hmm. it's a (laughs) mess. It's a mess. And, Mm -hmm.
0: The reason why I bring it up is because I think on that show, first of all, it's a show. so right, You mm-hmm. just take it for what it is. But I also yeah. believe that because you are, I understand the concept of falling in love with people with sight unseen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. Looks have a lot. Looks. When I saw, yeah. I didn't approach Ashley because I thought she was a great person. Mm-hmm. I approached Ashley because I thought she was attractive. Right? <laughs> yeah. As yeah. most people do. Now, there are other <coughs> Who I I don't know that I, I don't know if I can think of anyone that I've actually dated. There are other people who I will say once I got to know them, mm-hmm. like they looked better to me, but they were never yeah. ugly to me. They just mm-hmm. weren't maybe my type. But getting to yeah. know them was like, oh, I see you a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? And then there were some people who were like, I never thought about romantically. It's just that as you get to know them, they ain't. There are some people. I, I ain't one of the people who are gonna say ain't no ugly people in the world. There are, hello, right? There are, there just are, right? I'm gonna be honest, yeah. Um, yeah, And even on a friendship level, I, you know, meeting people like, woof, that's a rough looking person, but getting to know them, <laughs> be like, I don't even see them. Like that's not the first thing in my brain because you're such yeah. a dope person. Your yeah. personality a I'm I'm setting this up for my love is blind example. Yeah. What typically happens is, is that in those situations, they do have for 10 days. If you, have you ever watched Love is Blind, Brian? If you yeah. Sat down uh-huh. and watched it? Okay. So, you know, and for people who may not have watched it, for 10 days, they sit and they get to know each other sight unseen. They go on dates. And once you connect with someone, you start meeting with them more often, maybe two, three times a day, every day for the 10 days. And out of that, you have to make a decision. So in that, I will say the experiment works in the sense that you do get to know a person just Purely for who they are, considering they're telling the complete truth. Mm -hmm. And in that, certain things start to happen, right? Certain things, you you get to know certain things, you start to question certain things, some conversations. Mm -hmm. And then when y'all finally meet each other and you find out that they are kind of cute to you, whatever, whatever, as you live together for the next 10 or so days, more things start to reveal themselves. Because now, Mm -hmm. I say it all the time, you don't know nobody until you do two things, travel Mm -hmm. with them or live with them. Yeah, that will really show who a person Mm
2: -hmm. Mm is.
0: Right. Um, So again, they begin to see all these things. The reason why I asked the question about avoiding or ignoring certain red flags, I do think there's a current current couple. Now, there's a gentleman on there who is clearly, I think, wanting relationship,
2: Mm -hmm. but
0: is coming out of that F boy phase. Mm. And he's very, and he admitted at one point, I don't know if his fiance, because I, you know, I think the new episodes come back tonight. So I don't know if his current fiance called it when he said, I think he's always dealt with being attractive. But there was Mm -hmm. something about him where women either only wanted him for his looks or he couldn't bag the women that he, like he really, really wanted. Something about their rejection was there for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's starting to, to me play out. And I'm guessing is that a red flag, or is that an insecurity, or a trait that you're willing to work on? Because that could turn it. That that could be a red flag. That could be something that that could be him being jealous. That could be him yeah. having deep insecurities that could impact you going out with your girls. Or the moment you tell him no, I knew it. Blah 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 blah. That's kind of mm-hmm. and then she to, her, to to her has also said she's um, basically super fixing nigga. She she yeah. falls for the F because she's a true leader. She falls for the athletes and the F-boys and gets them to be like, I can change them. And she mm. saw some of that in him. Yeah. Right. But she decided to still be with him. Here's the interesting yeah. thing, though. Know, she caught a red flag with another guy she was interested in and shut it down with him, but decided to kind of grace over this with this other one and do that. So I'm I said all that to say. Are there times in relationships where it'd be like, you know what? This is maybe it's not a red flag, maybe it's a flaw. Yeah, and, and if we can work together, maybe it doesn't turn into a red flag. Maybe it is something because mm-hmm. we, all, we all got our issues. Ain't no, oh, yeah, issues. definitely. It's a relationship perfect, right? But I wonder what is it that makes us categorize things as flaws or things I can compromise or deal with mm-hmm. versus. An actual red flag that's like, uh, I don't know. Because here's the other thing. What could be a red yeah. flag may not be a red flag to me.
1: Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah.
0: So I wonder what is that dichotomy of the difference and how do we deal with what we're willing to accept? I ain't talking about the delusion of folk, not the folks who are yeah. to I'm literally talking about, you know what I'm saying? Brian, like for me, I would give one last mm-hmm. example, just so I can make it crystal clear for other people. My parents, I say it all the time, my parents to this day, without giving too much of their business, have separate bank accounts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? That's just how they function. They've also been married almost 32 years. Yeah. Right? <laughs> no yeah. major scandal. No none of that. Right? So mm-hmm. whatever they've talked about all the way in 90, when were they married? 91, 92? 90, when they get married in 92? Yeah. It works. And it still yeah. worked 32 two years later, right? And I say it mm-hmm. all the time. I've heard my parents disagree, but the fewest disagreements I've ever heard was around money and finances. Yeah. For some people, though, a man would be like, I'm keeping a separate account. That's a red flag. He had money, girl. He doing this. He doing that. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Right? But my mama don't get that testimony. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I wonder, how do we get to the space? And I'm, I'm throwing this at you, Brian, to where we be yeah. like, this is not a red flag to me, but it could be something I'm willing to compromise with. Um, Like, how do we navigate between those two?
1: I think just like, for instance, uh, you use the point as far as that the F boy and all that kind of stuff. And I think by having the conversations about, you know, in in, next point, maybe like doing research, but like, not like we can talk about Googling and searching people to see who they, who they are, they really say they are, but having the conversations and kind of deciding if it's a flaw or a flag based off of sometimes seeing how things manifest so if you have insecurities or low self-esteem, the question is, how have you, how has this manifested or in your life? How is this manifesting in your life and being, you know, being honest, like being transparent within that? Um, because if you could say I, it manifests in, you know, worry or anxiety, but then I might be a person who'd be like, you know what? You know, I can, I can handle that. I you know, or, or you could say, well anxiety blah 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 so are you going to go see somebody regarding that like what is your plan regarding that Um, mm-hmm. uh, in your past relationships how has this been an issue right like and of course we, we you know we people aren't always going to tell the truth we understand that yeah um but if you are an active listener or participate in the conversation in the relationship then you're taking mental notes or even physical notes like all right this is what he's mm-hmm. never said blah blah, blah. so then you, you're you now trying to see consistency or inconsistencies in what their story is, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and like you said, living with someone or the, the, uh, or the time or traveling can kind of let you see if what they said is who they really are, right? Or if, you know, they say they're not jealous, but then you go out and you don't do it intentionally to test somebody, but you go out and then you know, they are acting a certain way. And you can then be like, oh, well, is that something you're, I'm okay with or not? So I think it's really just trying to figure that out. Um, because to your point, like, some things, like, you know, somebody that's really needy, you can be like, I don't want nobody that's really needy. I can't I can't handle that. Right? But then I may be like, no, I want somebody that wants to be under my skin I all the time. That, yeah, I, en- I want that, yeah. Yeah, I I enjoy somebody that wants to hang out with me all the time. I'm fine with that, right? Um. So, but cause I think somebody I saw somebody on social media post, I'm like, you know, I realized that men don't like, you know, needy women or women that always want to be around them. I was like, in my mind, I was thinking like, well, like what, who was that? Like what, what person, you know, cause there's people out there, there's men out there that like, no, I want you to literally be up under me. So I think it's really just trying to figure out, um, a C word compatibility, like what, you know, the flaws, the, the flags, like what, what are you compatible with? What, mm-hmm. what can trigger you? Right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sometimes the certain things that they may do may trigger you and bring out your worst behavior. That ain't going to work for you. That ain't healthy for you. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's really figuring that out. Figure, like just really figuring that out, by having the conversations, yeah. uh, letting time do its thing. And, of course, again, there, there are outliers. Somebody can be like, oh, we've been in a relationship for two years, and then they can just start acting crazy. I, granted, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it happens. But oftentimes, if you watch... Pray, use a certain level of intuition, discernment.
0: Ooh, watch and pray. That's
1: by watch and pray a certain level of discernment. Then most folks will eventually reveal themselves because they can only fake for so long.
0: Exactly, and you you know what? So I was what I, you you said that, and it was I was sitting here thinking, Brian. Like I think there's a difference between the, and I know this is a question later but we can address it now because I feel yeah, like you've covered most of what we need to do, but um yeah. I think there's a difference in getting 10, 12 years in the game and being like, who did I marry? And you you said something specific though, allowing time to do his thing. Um, Yeah. because it's only and I don't think it's people and well, not in every case. Yeah. I don't think in every case it's people hiding who they are. I think there are sometimes time enough time has not passed by for you Mm -hmm. to see certain things. Right. And what I mean by that is, for example, with this couple, In a a month or so time, I don't know, again, I don't care how much in love, even with, the reason why I couldn't do a love is blind experiment is not because I'm afraid that some, I would have some, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, I would -hmm. have some anxiety that the person on the other side of their wall is ugly.
2: Yeah. Or I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not
0: attracted to them. Yeah. Specifically if it was a white woman, right? I just, (laughs) I don't know because. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't racist. I'm just not interested, particularly, in choosing a white woman. Now, not at all. Would I be against it? No. But if I'm a date a white woman, it's gonna have to be a very particular type of. I'm talking about like a Angelina Jolie type. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say Eva Longoria, but she ain't white. You know what I'm saying? So my, <laughs> my mind, you know what I'm saying. My <laughs> mind goes right to a specific type of white woman that I would be attracted to. Blase, blase, blah. blah, blah, right. blah, blah. I say all that to say, <clears throat> the real reason, however, I couldn't. And then here's the other piece: if I ever did Love Is Blind, because I think Love Is Blind is a, is a perfect juxtaposition to this freaking story. Um, yeah, if I did Love Is Blind? It would be like many of these people in my in my mid to late thirties, because like yeah. I've dated, I tried this, I tried that. Why not? Let's you know mm-hmm. why not? Let's try this. Because at the end of the day, you still can say no at that wedding. Yeah. So you don't have yeah. to be like yeah there's up. no pressure there's no pressure anyway I think my biggest thing though Brian is that for me 10 days is just not enough for me to make that type of decision no like my Christian values yeah remind me that marriage is supposed to be lifelong yeah right until death do you part right until we need mm-hmm. right that's what it's supposed to be and I don't know that in 10 days and then the additional 10 to 15 days that we actually start wedding planning and blase 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 like You've been we both been married. When you're wedding and yeah. that's probably the worst part of your engagement.
1: Yeah. It's terrible. Because
0: all the pressure, the money, the like y'all are not I mean, y'all probably still dating and actively, whatever, but your focus of your relationship is literally the wedding. Like mm-hmm. for however many months or a year or whatever, whatever, And then, you know, and in our situations, we weren't making the kind of money we was making now. So we was doing nope. everything. We was making all decisions. We I feel like if I did something today, I would have a planner. Like it wouldn't be a stressful blah blah, blah 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 blah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The reason why I'm bringing this up again with Love is Blind is because there's nowhere in the world Especially right before COVID In a pandemic then going into a pandemic With only three to four weeks attached to me That there's going to be enough time For me to really see who you are To make the yeah. kind of decisions to want to marry you To now getting pregnant is just By virtue of y'all having sex unprotected yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time Right, if you know you didn't want that baby, then there are ways in which you could have engaged in sexual intercourse with 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 the hopes and prayers that that yeah. doesn't become the outcome. Uh, but at the very least, I'm not, especially during the pandemic. If I'm not, if I'm not living with you, I can't have sex with you, right? Um, yeah, that's just, that's just kind of that is one plus one equals two, right? So <laughs> yeah. for me, and I say all that to say, like when, when Asha first saw Asha saw me mad and angry, but it took some time before she saw me like. Angry,
1: angry. Mm -hmm.
0: Like went to the point where I had to walk out her apartment because I was like about to lose it, right? Because I'm also wise enough. I ain't even put my hands on you. I ain't do nothing I ain't ain't finna call you a b. I ain't finna cuss you out. But I need to leave because I'm fuming, and Mm -hmm. I don't want. I don't want to become. I don't want to come out of character in that way, right? I don't ever want to do that with her. So the discipline in me left, but she saw an anger in me, and that Mm -hmm. was toward her. She also saw anger in me toward other people, right? Yeah, That it took time because I'm not a, I don't don't get to that level easily. So, which also means because I'm not a hothead, it's going to take certain situations. So it doesn't mean like, oh my God, who is this guy? It means that, wait a minute, what are the conditions that made this guy appear, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So even for people who drink and become a certain type of personality when they get drunk, if you ain't never saw me drunk at a party, it's going to take time for you to have me in that atmosphere. I may not yeah. ever go. We may not ever go to a party. I may only sip on some. And I'm not saying this is my story. I'm just talking about in general. Like, what if you just sipped on wine and dates and stuff? You're not going to see certain sides of people. Right? Yeah. It's not until you get around their family that you're going to start seeing a version of them. That takes time. I ain't introducing you to my mom on the first couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. You have to date for months and months and months, maybe a year, depending on if their family's in town or out of town. There are so many yeah. different dynamics. So to your point, Brian, one. I think there is the dynamic of this person lying and blah, 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 blah. But I love the fact that you brought out that time has to do its work because there are just some circumstances to where you're not going to see certain things outside Mm -hmm. of this discerning. You're not going to be privy to certain things until time works its its course. And in Mm -hmm. that moment, then you make the decision. I am, am is what I'm seeing. It's one like, of my, because I've done that with people I've dated. Like, right? The, we joked about the young woman who wrote me the four page letter. We first started <laughs> dating, it was cool. But as yeah. I dated her more, I was like, oh, it, mm-hmm. it was some things that I was like, oh, and we broke up. We got back, we broke up like three times. But like every time, I like, and I was stupid because, you know, I mean, I was a college and I was doing my thing. But yeah, one reason why I kept going back. <laughs> but but <laughs> um, in the midst of that, I kept ending it because I was like, mm, I, can't, I can't see myself dealing with this. Right? right. That was a situation with a young woman. That was a situation ship. She mm. was very clear. I got clouded by emotions. Right. Yeah. And when it didn't go my way, I was like, that was me. Was like, she told you up front. It wasn't even a red flag. It was a it was yeah. a flag flag. <laughs> yeah. And I allowed it my emotions to And when time revealed itself, it revealed like she was serious about what it was supposed to be. Nothing more, yeah. nothing less. Right. So I think I love the fact that you brought that out. That time does its perfect work. Um in this particular case, I guess what advice would you give to the people, Brian, based on your own experience, based on your own wisdom and guidance of how to just deal, like how to be careful mm-hmm. when not necessarily be afraid of love and afraid of relationships, yeah. but how to be careful when deciding to enter partnership.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> it's like a fine line of it's just tough because I'm I'm definitely a nineties person. So I'm like a hopeless romantic. But I'm also like, you know, keep your heart three stacks, keep your heart. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, it's, it's, you, you kind of got to give and trust. But with that giving and trust comes with the possibility of getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. And no one wants to get hurt. Right. And I've been married 15, 14 years, and you can still get hurt even in marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you put yourself out there and then like, you know, your partner hurts your feelings, like, like, dang, like, you know what I'm saying? it can or friendships, right? We talk about friendships all the time, like where you you, you make a connection with somebody on even on like on a friend level, and you're like, oh, like, you know, and then they break your heart. So heartbreak can happen in any relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Families, right? Um uh it's it's a little bit of both. Like the Bible talks about guarding your heart. Um, hundred thousand said, "Go keep your heart." It's the um, be be open, be optimistic, but also use a certain level of of caution. Right, be cautiously optimistic. Right, the Mm -hmm. like, do I want this? Yes do I need this? Not necessarily like don't allow your desire or your infatuation or your um, your desire for this person or this thing, this image of this thing to to kind of cloud your better judgment. And I feel like that's what we do. sometimes. we just want something so bad or we want someone so bad or we want this story so bad Mm -hmm. that. We're like we put ourselves in a place where we do ourselves harm. You know what I mean? Because we just want it so bad. And 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 and, and I gotta say this. And we we deserve we deserve the best in life, right? We deserve to be happy, Mm -hmm. and we we should feel that we deserve to be happy. And sometimes we just want things so badly, and we want the the story, we want the happy, and we want the fairy tale ending. That sometimes we just um, just go too far. Um, So be cautiously optimistic. Uh, let time do its work. Like you don't have to rush into things, even if you're an older person. Like time, you know, you know, you, timing is gonna be a thing. Like it's it's you. You probably can even like right time, right person, wrong time. Right, there's probably somebody in your past right now. You may be listening, who was perfect for you, mm-hmm. but at that time in that season, like it it didn't work. But if you spun the block, it might be. The thing now, shout out to to Issa and and, and Daniel, um, always an insecure reference, right? They were they were a thing. In time, needed to, to do a thing, and they came back, right? Um, I don't know, did I answer the and question. Did I answer Lawrence, the question. Issa Lawrence, not Daniel. Sorry, Issa and Lawrence. Sorry. But, but,
0: Issa, but I think both, right? Because they did yeah yeah, yeah high school and yeah they, it didn't work, and mm-hmm. you know, and then Issa and Lawrence, they were in it, had to break mm-hmm. up, and yeah.
1: And it was a time thing. And and mm-hmm. the even with the Daniel, we can go back to the Daniel thing, like time did his thing, came back, and she had this idea that he was the thing. Time came by, then they tried it, and it was like, oh, that ain't it.
0: That ain't it. We thought
1: it was Lawrence was not it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Time went past. Then it's like maturity. Oh, we got our stuff together. But some of the things that we were upset about before now in the place that we are now we can handle those things or they we matured in those that's areas so cool. or we understand that like who they are as an individual and i think sometimes we just we just I, t- it's time ladies and gentlemen that, that's the only thing i can say time let let time,
0: let time cindy Lauper.
1: yeah you know um <laughs> and and i put in the notes you know the dangers of making desperate decisions sometimes we just we're so desperate you know, cause we got to make a decision. We got to make a decision. Got to make a decision. Got to make a decision. But how many times, Josh? Can you say this? I'm, I'm saying it that we made quick decisions because we were desperate, and them ended up being some terrible decisions.
0: Oh yeah, I can. One quick example is jobs. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I would hate a job. Y'all know me. I've, I, I'll leave a job, but I would be <laughs> so ready to leave one that I would just interview because I'm a, I'm good at interviewing. Interview, to yeah. get a job, pay more, and get in there and didn't do any of my real due diligence and got something <laughs> that paid more. But yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> right, and it was a quick decision where I could have stayed where I was. Cause and here's the other thing: some of those job shifts, especially early in my career, I was getting paid hourly. Yeah, they it was like a dollar and fifty more. So yeah, in the long term, yeah, but cool. But it didn't change the like my lifestyle didn't change. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So I went through all this hell in this new space <laughs> to get another dollar fifty. Right. Um. So anyway, so yes, you could. Oh my God, yes. The quickest, dis- even mm-hmm. I, w- I would even go in to say, even though it's too late to realize, but time did this thing with me in college. Okay. If I could go back, I would not have been a political science major.
1: Mm, yeah. But it wasn't until
0: 2016 ish, 17, where I was like, I don't want to be an attorney anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's because I had a, I don't want to say Jaded, we talked about this in a previous podcast, uh, a very closed perspective on the type of work I wanted to do. And yeah. I thought, based on my exposure, that law was one of the few entry points to do it. Because DEI wasn't yeah. a thing. Right? It was yeah. you know, And even thinking about DEI and I mean, DEI was a thing, but not in the ways that we know it. Um, mm-hmm. And then thinking about the intersection between that and journalism definitely wasn't a thing. And even thinking journalism yeah. was a real career. Right? Um, so I think because of that time that this thing showed me, Josh, you can do this. Right? But yeah. Yeah. had I gone back, if I could go back, which is why my second master's degree is much more tailored toward my career now. Yeah. If I could do it over, I probably would have been like a, I don't want to say a business major, but I definitely probably would have majored in probably African American Studies or like mm-hmm. Sociology. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere in there. Still a very yeah. liberal arts guy, but with a minor yeah. in like journalism, mass media arts over there at Clark. I probably would have did a duo or something to, right. to bring this world together. And then in a master's program, looked at public policy yeah. business and a third business it might have been a business man. I don't know but I, I feel like my journey would have been different but I had mm-hmm. to go through again I had to go through the four years I had to experiment and yeah. uh, with careers and interests and passions to understand okay this is what God is calling me to right mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that um, like patience is I think patience is a virtue for a reason because it yeah. is the waiting and it is the how you do yeah. and I hate to get spiritual but well it's I actually okay. don't hate it um but it's sometimes I believe it's the how you wait that can reveal the thing real God really has for you. And because we have free will, right, we're going to mm-hmm. make our choices and decisions. But I think yeah. time after time, as we, if, if we wait, if there's a real grace in our wait and allow him to mm-hmm. direct our decisions, if we're faith believers, yeah. then I believe sometimes that wait can be shortened Yeah, and we can get there faster if we really depend on him. Or if we really take it to him first versus our own desires, Right, then we'll be able to say. Like, people joke about Sierra's prayer, and I'm not saying that you got to pray for this special man. But what I will say is that if you really put that thing before God, I believe, and say, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm looking for. And in the meantime, God get me ready too. I believe that what you ain't going to never have a Sierra Russell have because you're not them. But yeah. the idea of that, right, I believe that can happen if you, if, if partnership is what you desire. Because I don't want to put yeah. that on anybody if it's not what you want. But that's what you desire. I really believe you take that thing to prayer and you be like, also work on me, I believe that there is space to where that kind of thing can happen for you in the way that it's meant for you. And I believe that yeah. can be applied to every area of life. If we really take our desire to God and then on top of that be like, but your will be done and wait yeah. and Jeez. describe the things you want. I believe that you can have exactly what you. When the Bible says He will give us the desires of our hearts, it's, it mm. means that yes, we desire things, but He'll also change the desires so <laughs> that our desires can be in line with what He has planned. Therefore, we meet in this. We meet in this happy middle, what the Japanese call the yikigai, where our mm. passion and Jeez. our timing meets together, right. And we're able to manifest and really see the things not only we desire, but what God has, has planned. That is the that is the magnanimous moment. That's the big bang of it all, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, time and patience has to do its work, but I believe when we add that element of bringing it to Him, that patience and yeah. our waiting that does not have to be as long. The children of Israel were in the, the wilderness as long as they were because they didn't align their desires with what they to what God wanted for them. They were disobedient. Mm. They were not listening, right? They knew what they wanted, but they did not work what needed to be worked to get there, right? They wanted a version mm. of something, and God already had something else planned. So they wandered for 40 years for a journey mm-hmm. that could have took them days. So what yeah. is the thing that we've been praying for hoping for that we have an idea of? God already has a plan, but because we want to submit our passions and desires to him, we're wandering yeah. in this proverbial wilderness, missing what's already there because we haven't seen the version we've created when he has something much better and purposeful for us. I'll drop it. Yeah.
1: No, I. And, but I feel like we probably need to end on that. <laughs> um, because I feel like it's, I feel like I don't even know what to even add to that. Like, I feel like that's the, 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 the bookend, you know what I'm saying? Of, of the conversation. Like, even though we, Conversation was about like you know who person married and, and the decisions, but re- that's really what it is. Like the word for the the day is like time and waiting and patience. And mm-hmm. um, I mm-hmm. put on Facebook this morning. I was like four o'clock in the middle of the night. I was up and like you know dealing with like Esau and how like he was famished and he fumbled his future because he wanted to feed his flesh. He didn't want to wait to cook his own food or he was like I'm gonna sell my birthright because I don't I'm hungry now. I'm hungry now. I'm hungry now. But you pretty much gave away your birthright as the firstborn because you didn't want to wait on, you know, time yeah. and things to develop. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I don't want us in this season to rush into anything without prayer, without fasting, without seeking God's face and really putting it before Him. And as you said, Ikigai, I think as you said, Iki guy. what you said, on mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. un- letting time. But also our purpose and our desires, and really God's will to line up, um, because you know that is the safest place. That is the you know talking about guarding your heart. Like, will we have heartbreak even when dealing with God? Yes, because it's not because of God; it's because we had our own desires and the the, the life that we painted and picture we painted, where we've been you know married to, kind of get stripped from us, but if we really just trust God and believe that he really wants us to do certain things or go certain places, mm-hmm. I feel like we can, um, we can get there. You want to add anything else to that? Or do you want to wrap here or do you have anything you want to add to the conversation?
0: No, nope, I'm good, bro.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cause you just, you kind of, you kind of dropped the mic. So I kind of felt like that was <laughs> an encouraging moment in a, in a, in a bleak situation. So, Holiday, um, yeah. oh, oh, bless him, Oh, bless him.
0: Let's make space for
2: joy. We're not gonna. Ask yes, do exactly. that. Yeah, intentionality. Let's do
1: it. Yeah, all right.
2: You couldn't do it.
1: You it down. Couldn't do it. Uh, you could never ever bring me down. Couldn't do it. Then. Couldn't all right, ladies and gentlemen, puzzle pieces. After a great conversation in the living room, I do feel much lighter. Uh, thank you, Josh, for you know dropping some wisdom and some knowledge there Holy in the living room, uh, making sense of. That's what this podcast is about. Is literally, you know. Figuring things thing out, call life, and it's a, and it's a puzzle that we're always trying to figure out the pieces. Uh, so this place, this space, this is what we call pockets of joy. This is where we um, talk about things we're doing, planning on doing, or have been doing, Hallelujah. doing, planning on doing, or desire to do to create intentional joy or bring intentional joy to our lives. So, Josh, what are you planning on doing to bring intentional joy to your life?
0: I'm leaning to something I'm leaning into something I'm currently doing, and that is. Uh, the trip I'm on with my kids, right? So mm-hmm. t- trips with kids are not vacations. I stand by yeah. that..
2: I'm <laughs> right. that
0: now. However, seeing the joy in their faces when we pulled up to Gray Wolf Lodge, and like the ability for them to, like, not be stuck at home. For a week on a break and just enjoy. I'm like they out here living a like it ain't nothing super fancy, but they're here living their best life. (laughs) They're living their best. These little these little orange wristbands are giving them access to their best life for this week. Um, so for me, it is being you know reveling in the fact that Ash and I are blessed and privileged enough to do this. Um, being those parents and just you know taking our time to be intentional with my children. As much as that getting on my nerves, they still do that, Mm -hmm. but. Even in that, right, being able to be that very p- present parent and having the 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 privilege, right? Because I know there yeah. are some good dads and moms out there, but they don't always have the time or resources yeah. to do the thing. Yeah. So, you know, being grateful for that and then taking advantage of it as well. How about you?
1: Ah, uh, therapy session got it coming up. Um, I, it's been an interesting season from like November to now. Okay, uh, I feel like the rest of the year is going to be interesting. So I want to go into a, a space clear, free understanding the purpose and passion and all that kind of stuff and uh, just to see what God has in store for me. So I need to get some stuff out so that I can get some stuff in. So uh, I I I guess therapy is joy, right?
0: Therapy is always joy, at least from my opinion anyway.
1: (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. That's that's me.
0: All right. Well, do we have a letter?
1: Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Yes, we do have one.
0: All right. Let's get into it.
1: Let's do it.
2: Oh, yes. Wait a minute.
0: All right, good people. We are here at the post office box, and Ryan and Jenkins did what he always does. And let's bring us our letter on time. But before we get into it, I want to let you know that you two could be a part of the show by writing in to so ask the jigsaw. That's ASK, the jigsaw gmail.com. We will do a few things. We will read your letter out loud if we like it. We will then give you a pseudonym because we respect your pronouns and your privacy. And then we're going to give you the best non professional therapeutic advice that you can receive on Cicely Tyson's internet. So, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, who do we have and what do they want? Um,
1: we have pronouns she/her. Okay. Um.
0: Let's see. Black History Month. It's Black History Month. So, Mary McLeod Bethune. Ma'am, good one, Mary
1: McLeod <laughs> Uh, yeah, famed educator. Uh, Mary McLeod Bethune writes. Um, I wrote you all last week about me wanting a w- waiting on a promotion. the oh, wait wait What's again. her
0: name last week? What Chris uh, named her? Name,
1: you did name her. It was it. Was it Charlie Chisholm? No, was it Charlie no.
0: Chisholm? She's gonna be married this week. We're gonna be married okay. this week. Mary. <laughs> married.
1: So I wrote to you all last week about waiting. i been me waiting on a promotion and then okay. getting a new job. But my okay. old job, um, surprised me. I'm thinking about Fanny. I'm I'm stuck on the name. Uh, surprised me and Was it Fanny Lou before. Hamer? Did we call her Fanny Lou Hamer? I feel like Fannie Lou Hamer was the Super Bowl <laughs> episode, wasn't it?
0: Maybe. Uh, let, let's not get was that, you okay. about I don't know. <laughs>
1: Whatever. Okay. So I'm going re- to start over. So, I wrote you all last week uh, about me waiting on a promotion and then getting a new job. But my old job surprised me and promoted me before I could put in my two week notice. Yeah, okay, I remember. Well, I followed your advice and took the new job anyway. Needless mm-hmm. to say, they are hot with me like all the side eyes and microaggressions. It has gotten pretty bad. My supervisor went as far as to say that he was dis- she was disappointed, and I let the company down. Girl, be for real. I am looking out for me. Question is, should I stay and collect all my PTO and benefits, or should I say forget it and move on? I don't know if I can last two weeks like this.
2: Mm. Mm.
0: I say, (laughs) well, it depends on how bad it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because if it's like to the point to where your mental health is at risk... Um. Yeah. Then you got a new job, sis. But you can sign that offer, let them pass that background check, and if you got, and if you think you can be comfortable without working for two weeks and missing whatever that in between yeah. money is going to be, then I say leave. And um, yeah, that check, the last check ain't going to be as big because of that. But mm-hmm. I said, because yeah. you you can't pay your mental, and it also depends on how much PTO you got left. Like if you got like two three weeks left, then you know that's a that's a, that's a check and a half. But if yeah. you're talking about holding on to like 18 hours, if you don't get up out of there, girl, <laughs> and going on about your business? Uh, and then I'll be asking questions about, you know, can I work remote? Can I be virtual remote until? Like, I'll be asking. What, what can they, they can't fire you for asking. So right. ask the questions, protect your peace, or go in there, do your work, and literally, like, I remember when I worked in the office, he had the option to, like, rent, like, conference rooms. I would mm-hmm. book one of the rooms and lock myself in there all day. And yeah. literally only come out when I got a PE and I have to collaborate. But I would, I yeah. would find ways to be mm-hmm. there but not be there, right? And then yeah, you know, real petty. Now this is just real petty. I will ride that clock through them two weeks. I'm talking about doing nothing. I'm nothing. talking about googling watch watching who the f did I marry all 50 videos on, right. on they on they time. Like I would just right. be sitting there looking. Sitting let there, them, I let, would them do a, let, let them send you home. I would do enough just for them not to send me home, just to be like, I would be responding to emails like that, but I wouldn't be doing no deliverables. Are you crazy? <laughs> um, so oh, yeah. You be no. Petty. I'm, I'm cleaning up. I'm cleaning yeah, up my I'm mess. I'm I'm deleting my desktop. You know, I might delete a major file <laughs> or hide it real deep into a document. You know, I might do something uh-huh. like that. But, uh, petty. but yeah, but if it's real, real bad, though, in all seriousness, just leave. I don't yeah. think it's worth it. Especially since your uh, other job is secure.
1: So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Unless you're like, desperate for the money, like, your mental health is, is, is more important than, than resources. Um, yeah, I, I can't eat anything else. I 100% agree with Josh. All
0: right. Well, um, greater conversation. Let's do it.
1: Let's rock. Let me talk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have the greater conversation, or a greater conversation. This is where Josh and I get some things off of our chest. I say it every week. Tomorrow is not promised, so cuss them Tomorrow out today. today. So, Josh, is there anything you want to get off your chest this week?
0: Um, Not particularly. I think I'm going to choose joy.
1: Um, do I want to find something that... Uh oh. I think I'm going to choose joy. I was going to talk about... Uh, did you listen to the Kanye... Ty Dollar Sign album.
0: You know, I did not listen to that.
1: Okay, I was in a barber shop, my and my barber was listening to it. Okay, and if it you want to talk really,
0: about talk about it, I, I probably I feel just, because I really enjoy Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, I just gotta get you know, I gotta get in the mood to experience whatever yeah. Kanye yeah. is. Right? It, so. it wasn't.
1: I feel like oh. Ty Dollar Sign is Ty Dolla Sign, mm-hmm. but I just don't. I'll, I'll let y'all. I'll be like Keith Lee. It wasn't for me. <laughs> you you listen to it. And you decide for yourself.
2: And
0: you decide for yourself. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. That's like it. That's all I got.
0: Yeah. Well, with that being said, I'm still to another episode of the Jigsaw podcast. Thank you again for joining us. Happy Black History Month. Um, I think I think I may have made a, 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 a mistake when I said this was the last episode. We got one more actually next week. 29th so it's not the last episode of black history month um uh, so keep rocking with us we're gonna give you a real black one maybe we'll do something super super fun um next week let's call chancy okay let's call chancy I'm, I'm putting it out there let's call chancy and let's have some fun let's do it oh <laughs> um, let's have some fun next week um but no um thank y'all so much for rocking with us as always we got some um things coming up i know we've been saying that but they are let us get past quarter one Let's get past quarter one. Uh, we got some amazing things coming up we want to engage you with. Uh, but, yeah, Brian.
1: Um, yeah, I want to continue to say thank you for listening. Uh, check us out on every podcast platform. Follow us on social media. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian here with the Jigsaw Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send us to Ask the Jigsaw. Please continue to interact, share, like, subscribe, all the things uh, with our social media pages. Uh, we do see and love all of your interactions. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Josh, for all the things you do. Five stars and nothing at all if you're going to rate us. Make sure you leave us a comment. Let us know how great we are. Say it every week. Uh, Puzzle, piece. We do appreciate you. We will be great without you. We are great without you, but we're even greater with you. So we do appreciate your support, your love, and your continued prayers. As we are going, this is what, year three? You what this is? We're year three?
0: We're going to year four.
1: Going to year four. Wow. Look at God. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah so that's that before we head out Josh let the people know what they need to do
0: all you can do is what you can while you can the very best ways you can without all you're doing please 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 do not get caught with your work undone
2: love y'all
1: peace